Hey, so this podcast is all about team building. And so I know that you are probably here because you're thinking about hiring or building a team, or maybe you've even started to do so, but still have a lot of questions about how to do it the right way. Growing your team is a huge step. Even if you're just thinking about it, I applaud you. And also, there are a lot of things that you might not even think about that can be absolutely disastrous for a newly growing company if you don't know that you need to be aware in advance. So I created a guidebook for you. It's called The 10 Pitfalls of Growing a Creative Team. And that's gonna help you avoid the things that can wreak havoc on your business if you're not careful. Things that I really wish someone had told me when I first started growing a team. It's a free guidebook, so you can download your copy right now. Just click that link in the top of the episode description, or you can go to hannahbjorndahl.com slash guidebook. That's H-A-N-N-A-H-B-J-O-R ndal.com slash guidebook. Hi, welcome back to Everyone Wins. I am so glad that you're here today. This week, we're talking about three things that you must do as soon as you start your business to get paying clients. Being a creative entrepreneur looks really great from the outside, doesn't it? Well, spoiler alert, it's pretty great from the inside too. Okay, that's not always true, but in all honesty, I love my job. I love working for myself. So I can tell you firsthand that being a creative entrepreneur can be really rewarding and exciting, but actually getting started can be the hardest part. If you've tried to start a business, if you are a creative entrepreneur yourself, you know that this is true. Over the past few years, I've talked to countless creatives who have had a passion, but they didn't really know how to translate that passion into paying clients and into a business. Maybe they wanna leave their full-time job, but they have no idea how to get there. Is this sounding familiar? If you're wondering how to turn your side gig, your hobby, your passion into a career that actually pays, you are listening to the right podcast. I absolutely love talking about this stuff. So today, I'm going to help you figure out what your next steps need to be when you're just starting out and looking to book some more paid clients. And I am pretty confident that one of these things is totally going to surprise you. Let's get started. You're listening to Everyone Wins with Hannah Bjorndahl. I'm Hannah, a creative sales strategist that turned my dream of being a wedding photographer into a six-figure company. I'll be honest, I had no idea what I was doing when I started my business. I had never even shot a wedding before, but within a year, I used my background in communication, psychology, and advertising sales to build a full-time career that had completely replaced my nine to five income. I truly believe that a great sales process can improve any business, but for us wedding photographers, I think it's the key to success. I also believe that anyone can learn and apply great sales strategies, and that's why I made this podcast. So are you ready? to apply simple yet life-changing sales strategies to your business? Then pour yourself an extra large cup of coffee and let's get started. Before I started Hannah Bjorndahl Photography, when it was just a dream and I wasn't really sure if it was ever going to be a reality, I had no idea where to begin. I decided that I would literally try everything. At the beginning of 2015, I actually had never photographed a wedding in my life. Actually, most people didn't even know that I wanted to be a photographer. It had not been my lifelong dream. 
And I had only really been thinking about doing it as a career for less than a year. But by the end of 2015, I was well on my way to fully booking my first full-time year and replacing my full-time salary, which I did do in early 2016. So you can imagine I had a whirlwind of a year. I also got married that year. It's the year that I left my full-time job. It was pretty insane. I tried a lot of things that year that just didn't work. They fell flat. But I also tried a few things that were incredibly effective. So I'm going to share my top three tips today to jumpstart your business from part-time to full-time. And please know that this is definitely not an exhaustive list, but I do think that these are the most significant things that you can do to jump right in and start growing your business. So let's jump right in right now. Number one, the first thing that I would recommend if you are a small business just getting started out is that you must make a website. Every creative person that I've ever mentored has received this advice from me. If you are brand new to the game and you want to start getting clients, you absolutely have to have a website. If you want to do anything creative and get paid for it, you need a website. A website is your digital storefront. It's where people can find you to buy something from you. It does not matter how simple or imperfect or basic your website is. It's just important that people are able to see you. Now, if you're anything like me, you're a little bit of a perfectionist and you don't like putting things out there that aren't just how you want them to be. I know that I was really hesitant to start a website because, but I decided to still put it out there. I had a handful of photos that I kind of liked that I had taken for fun over the past year. Again, they weren't wedding related, but even just having a contact page where someone could fill it out and get in touch with me opened the door to all types of opportunities. And honestly, that's what happened. My first two wedding clients were people that I knew personally. They didn't necessarily need to use my website to get in touch with me. But putting that intention out there, that really showed that I was serious about this. Wedding number two, my friend who hired me to photograph their wedding, I'm pretty sure they didn't realize that it was something I wanted to do professionally until they saw I had a website. And what was great is as soon as I had a couple photos that I could post from those weddings, I already had a website ready to go. It was super simple to just plug in a few photos and not have to do all the work in designing a website. Even really basic websites take time just to get set up. So if you want to make your hobby or your side gig a full-time career, you've got to have a website, not just for other people to see, but for yourself. This is your first step in committing to make this dream a reality. You're putting yourself out there. Starting a business in general is putting yourself out there. But if you really want to do this, if you want to be your own boss, if you want to own your own business and do what you love, you've got to take that first big step. So are you sold on the idea of having a website, but you don't know where to begin? That is okay. Let's talk about it. First, it's going to feel a little bit overwhelming. There are a lot of options out there for how to start a website and sometimes it's just hard to make a decision about it, but it does not have to be. Thankfully, we live in a world of technology. Many companies have developed options for non-techie people like myself to have a beautiful website without having to know code or programming or anything like that. I'm gonna explain to you now a couple basic things that you need to get your website started, and then we'll talk about what needs to go on your site. So first, what do you even need to get started? There are three things that you need to have a website. First, you need a domain name. A domain name is the URL address, for example, hannahbjorndahl.com, 
where people can find you. Second, you need a host. This is where your information is stored. It's kind of like a hard drive, only it's not on your computer. You're actually going to pay someone else to store all the data and information of your site on a big server somewhere else. Basically, you don't have to worry about your data storage or anything like that your host takes care of that for you. And third, you need a platform to build the site on. This is the place where you actually build the framework and the content of your website. So, already feeling a little bit overwhelmed? I know that this process was really overwhelming for me when I got started. I was confused about how to configure all three of these things together. So thankfully, again, the internet is the internet and there are several online companies that can set all of this up for you in one. My recommendation for brand new business owners who have never built a website before is a company called Squarespace. And full disclosure, Squarespace is not paying me to talk about them. I just know from personal experience, they're really great for first time website makers. Squarespace does all three of the things I mentioned in one and takes a lot of the hassle out of it for you. So you go to squarespace.com, they have all these beautiful templates for websites that you can actually just plug all of your information in rather than designing anything custom. And you can also sign up for a domain name and get your website hosted straight through Squarespace. It's super easy and it's also a relatively low cost to get started right away. Their template designs are clean, beautiful. You can customize them pretty easily. The interface is really easy to get used to as well, so it's not a super complicated system if you're not tech savvy. Squarespace is the company I used when I first started my business and I cannot recommend them highly enough. Now, if you're a little more tech savvy and you're also interested in having a website that is image heavy, that means that you plan to put a lot of photos on your website, particularly for photographers, I recommend a company called Showit. Showit is what I currently use for my website. Again, it's great for photographers and other image heavy websites. It has a lot of customizable features. It's a little bit more complicated to work with and design, but again, I am not a tech savvy person and I found it relatively easy to figure out and start working with. They also have great customer service. And again, I am not advertising for Squarespace or Showit. Those are just two companies that I absolutely love and I've worked with both of them, so I can highly recommend them. Just in general, unless you happen to be a computer programmer by trade, keep things as simple as possible for this step. Remember, the goal is just to get things out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. Actually, I'm pretty much sure that it won't be perfect the first time around, and that's totally fine. Just get it out there. You will have plenty of time to refine the design. You can even hire a designer in the future when you start making some money. But the important thing is just having a website in general. So now let's talk about what to put on your website. Start with the basics, a home page, an about page, and a contact page. The home page should give your visitors just a brief overview of what it is that you do. Be really clear on your messaging here. If you're a wedding photographer, say that you're a wedding photographer, even if you don't have a wedding on your website. If you're a graphic designer, Make it really clear what you design right on your front page. You want anyone who visits your website to know exactly what you do immediately. And remember to keep it simple. This doesn't have to be a complicated page. I'm sure you've seen many websites with all kinds of stuff on their homepage. Even my own homepage currently is a little more complex. You don't need to do that. Keep it simple, keep it clear, and you'll keep people interested. Now let's talk about your about page. Your about page should tell visitors more about you personally and why you love what you do. This is an opportunity for people to get to know you a little bit better and also why it is that you do what you do. Why are you passionate about this business? What gets you excited? 
what makes you unique. The about page also does not have to be very complex or long. If it's more than a paragraph or two, chances are visitors aren't going to read the whole thing, so keep it simple. Think really hard about exactly what you want to communicate about yourself on this page and then put it out there and be confident about it. It's also really important to make sure you have a photo of yourself on this page. So even if it's literally an iPhone photo, get a photo of your face on that about page. It sounds crazy, but people will remember you and connect with you more if they know what you look like. Okay, last page for your website. You need a contact page. A contact page should give your visitors a way to get in touch with you. As simple as that. This contact page can be pretty minimal to start. Just make sure you get the information that you need. What is their name? What's their email address or the best way you can contact them? And then a basic message. Now, as time goes on, you can definitely make this more complex. My contact page is a lot more complex than that right now. And that is because over time, I've learned what types of questions to ask my potential clients but you're probably not there yet and that's totally fine. But when I first got started, I wasn't sure exactly what I needed to put on that page. So I just put something out there, name, email address, and a message box where potential clients could write me anything they wanted. So we just talked about three pages for your website. Truthfully, this is all you need to get started. Any other pages can be added after. I know a lot of people ask about a portfolio page, but if you're like me when I got started, I didn't even have a portfolio to put on my website. Certainly, if you have a lot of work that you'd like to show, you can add an additional page to showcase some of your work. But again, I encourage you to keep it really, really simple. The most important thing here is just getting it out there. As time goes on, you will absolutely have things you want to add to your website and there will be plenty of time for that. All right, the final step of making a website is plan to make an investment in this. I'm talking about a financial investment. A website is probably going to cost you between $150 and $300 a year to start. That's going to get you that domain name, a host, and a website platform. Don't let the cost stop you or scare you away. No matter what kind of business you're starting, there are going to be some startup costs and initial investments. Starting a business is a risk. Luckily for you, $150 to $300 is a pretty low risk to invest in a new business. And maybe you are experiencing some of those more expensive startup costs yourself. But know that a website is going to be an investment that always pays off. This might even be the first time you're spending money on your new idea. So definitely not downplaying the fact that it is an investment. But please know that a couple hundred for the entire year, that is inconsequential compared to the potential you have to make money from your new digital storefront. And one last thing, this cost doesn't have to be all up front. Squarespace actually allows you to pay monthly. Now you do get a little bit of a discount if you pay for a full year up front, but if that's not feasible for you, don't let that stop you. Just do the monthly cost and then you can eventually switch to the annual when you're ready. Okay, we're ready to move on to the second thing you must do as soon as you start your business in order to get paying clients. This one actually might surprise you a little bit. It's definitely counterintuitive. I've also heard a lot of creative business owners say that you shouldn't do this. But this is something that absolutely helped me get my business jump started and I don't regret at all. So the second thing you must do as soon as you start your business if you want to get paying clients is to volunteer your talents for free to people who are your ideal clients. Again, I hear a lot of talk in the creative industry about always charging what you're worth, don't ever discount, don't ever work for free. But listen, just because you're not getting paid doesn't mean that you're not gaining something from this experience. 
The key to doing this is to be strategic about what you do for free. So I want you to ask yourself, what will I gain from this afterwards that will get me closer to paying clients? Who will I meet and are there valuable connections there? What actions do I need to take to make sure this helps me get to the next step in my business? So just a quick example for my photographers out there listening. When I was first getting started, I photographed two couple sessions for free. This was before I even ever photographed a wedding. They were friends of mine who were well-connected and had a lot of other friends that would be getting married soon. So in exchange for these free photos, I simply asked my friends to post their photos on social media and tag me so that my work would be visible and in front of some of my ideal clients. This also built up my portfolio so I had more to put on my website, more to post on social media, and it just generally helped me practice and get better as a photographer. This was 100% beneficial to my business. It was worth the time I spent with my friends and the free photos I gave them. Some of the weddings in my first year in business definitely came from that little project that I did, and the cherry on top was that I just had a lot of fun doing it. Okay, here's another example. I offer creative mentorship sessions to small business owners who want a little help in starting their business. But before I started offering these as paid sessions, I sat down with a number of wedding professionals that were a year or two behind me in business and just chatted with them and talked about what their needs were I gave them suggestions here or there. We talked through what might be going wrong and why they might not be getting paying clients. And over time, I saw a pattern develop of a few different things that creative entrepreneurs commonly need help with. This allowed me to create great free content for creative entrepreneurs. And this spread awareness about the fact that I was offering creative mentorship sessions. I also had an amazing group of wedding photographers and other wedding professionals that had learned a lot from me. They had benefited greatly from me and they were more than happy to write me a review and also tell their friends about me. And honestly, I didn't even really have to ask them to do that second part. In both of these examples, just the process of working with someone and giving them a great free service automatically made them really grateful and excited to tell their friends about me. I also want to add that both of these examples, they happened really naturally and organically. I actually did not intentionally plan to do these things for free in order to build my business. It just kind of happened and then it benefited me enormously. So stay open-minded to opportunities like that, but also remember to be intentional and make sure that it's really going to benefit you. So I encourage you to figure out what work you can offer to others that is going to elevate you and get you to where you want to be. Never work for free just to work for free. Always make sure there's a payoff for you and that it's going to elevate your business in some way. Okay, the third thing that you must do as soon as you start your business to get paying clients is that you need to talk about it. So this might sound super obvious. It also might make you feel really uncomfortable to think about talking about yourself. Slowly and steadily, you need to start planting seeds. You need to tell people what you're doing. No one's going to hire you if no one knows about you. By simply sharing what you're doing with others, you're spreading awareness about your new business. However, there's a lot of different ways to go about telling people what you're doing, and you should do it in different ways. First of all, there is social media. Whether you love it or you hate it, it is a free resource to just get yourself out there. Instagram and Facebook were my heroes in the first few years of business. Without them, I would probably have only booked a tiny fraction of the couples that I actually ended up booking. Social media is your outlet to just share what you've been up to. 
Posting about your business should be a lot like a personal post that you would post on one of these places. It's a chance to show your friends what you're up to and just start talking about it in a really natural, organic way. There are truly no rules to this. It's just about being yourself and being open about what you're currently working on. Now, if you're listening in and really hate the idea of talking about yourself on social media and this new business venture that you have, I can totally relate to that. I was so self-conscious to tell anyone I had started a business. When I was still at my nine to five, working for an online wedding networking company, I felt borderline embarrassed that I wanted to start a wedding photography company. I mean, me and my coworkers were literally looking at wedding photographers' websites every day as a part of our job. We saw so many talented photographers, so I was super self-conscious that everyone was gonna judge me and think, who does she think she is? I didn't even know she liked photography. And so as a result, I ended up not telling anyone that I wanted to start a wedding photography business and just kind of kept my social media and Facebook accounts really private. I didn't tell anyone about my website. But then something really amazing happened. People eventually found my social media. They found my Facebook page. They found my website. And instead of kind of getting a weird cold shoulder or judgmental looks, I received so much love and support. Honestly, I hadn't even been at that job for very long, but my coworkers supported me so much. I was truly shocked. They had seen the best of the best every day at work. Why would they even care about my work? My friends, my peers, even people I hadn't met at my job became some of my very first and most loyal fans. Thinking about that still gets me a little bit teared up because I was just not expecting it at all. And I've heard this same experience is true for other creative entrepreneurs. So I think you really will be surprised at how many people are excited about what you're doing and support you. And there are always going to be haters. You might not know they're there. Maybe you will. They aren't going to go away, even if you're the most successful person in the business. So focus on all the people that love you and support you and are going to help your business succeed. And those people are going to be there for you from the beginning. So let's get back to it. How do you talk about yourself on social media? Use your posts as an opportunity to give your followers an inside look at what you're doing. Even if you just have five followers, that's five people that might be potential clients, that might be friends with potential clients. You never know who might find you. I also encourage you to use your current social media channels. Don't worry about starting a new Instagram account. Just start talking about what you're doing on your current social media channels because those people that are following you already care about you. These are the people that you really wanna share what you're doing with. I also encourage you to decide which platforms make the most sense for your business and commit to using just them. Don't worry about being on every single social media channel. I decided early on that Twitter really wasn't that great a resource for me as a wedding photographer, so I ditched it and I never post on it. I don't even think I have it anymore. But the biggest thing is just start posting start doing it. Don't worry about it being perfect. Just get some stuff out there. Remember, you're planting seeds. You never know who might read your post and tell their friend about it or even be interested themselves in hiring you. It's amazing how word can spread on social media. It's a really great tool and it is free to use. Now, after you post, do not forget to interact. Interact with your friends and followers. Interact with their friends and followers. From my own personal experience, the best place to find your first paying clients are your friends and your friends of friends. Those immediate circles are going to be the most open to supporting you and hiring you, and it's a great place to get started. Okay, so there's social media, and then there's just straight up face-to-face conversations. This is an opportunity for you to talk directly about your business to people you know. This, again, can feel a little strange and not very natural, but go into it thinking about just adding it into conversation when it makes sense. 
You can literally tell people when they ask what you've been up to. The big thing here is to get used to talking about it. Don't shy away from sharing what you've been working on. You should be proud of it. Be proud of yourself for just putting yourself out there and pursuing your dreams. And I know it feels kind of weird, especially at first. Even when I dove into wedding photography full-time, I felt strangely embarrassed to share that with people. I was definitely afraid of getting criticized or being judged. I wanted people to take me seriously, and I was worried that being a wedding photographer wasn't a serious job. Which is just crazy now. I've made it my full-time career. I work for myself. I've built a business that also employs two other people. But hey, even if none of those things were true, I was doing something that I really enjoyed and loved, and so I had every reason to be proud. I wish I had known that back then and been more confident because I know I could have reached so many more people if I had just spoken about what I was doing confidently. So take it from me, be confident about sharing what you're doing with others. You have every reason to be proud. You're pursuing your passion. You're doing something that you love, and that is awesome. So a few more tips about sharing what you're doing with others. First of all, just be honest. Tell your friends and family that you're trying something new. Be willing to be a little bit vulnerable. You can even share that you're nervous or a little self-conscious with people you trust. But I also want you to be confident. Going back to what I said before, you're doing this because you love it. It's probably not going to be perfect at first. In fact, you might not love your work at first, but that's okay. You're ready to work hard and be the very best you can be. So show that passion in the way that you talk about it. I know I said it before, but I do think it's amazing how friends and family are going to come around you and support you when you're upfront and honest about what you're doing. So those are my three must-do things when you're starting a new business and you want to get paying clients. Just to recap, if you're a new business owner and you're tuning in, and you're longing to make that hobby a full-time career, first, make a website if you don't already have one and follow my tips for what pages should be on your website. Next, volunteer your skills in a way that's beneficial to you and that's gonna elevate your business. And finally, start telling people about it. And of course, please keep tuning into this podcast. I post new episodes weekly and I wanna help you grow your business to be everything you're dreaming of and more. Thanks again so much for listening please come back again soon. If you are learning from this podcast, if you're enjoying it, please do me a huge favor and leave me a review. There's never any pressure to do so, but I love hearing from you. I love hearing about what's working for you. You can also connect with me on social media at Hannah Bjorndahl. I would love to connect with you. You are the reason that I'm making this podcast. So let's be friends. I hope to hear from you and see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Everyone Wins. I hope you learned something new that you can take to your own business and apply right away. I am all about flipping traditional sales on its head and creating an amazing and unforgettable client experience. It brings me so much joy to share this information with you and see how you apply it. Thanks again for joining me this week, and I hope I'll see you next week.